0: well I I have a a, a maybe a last question uh, and maybe you want to riff on your own thoughts if there's anything further that you'd like to talk about you know th- there is this quote uh, that it's easier to imagine the end of the world than the end of capitalism and it seems like you're in that pivot place where you' you're you're trying to move us out of capitalism and and I, I think you know the artists and poets that we've been interviewing either have been doing that for decades or are going deeper in now. And I wonder if you can talk a little bit about that, um, given that you have joined the Democratic Socialists and sort of talk about where we are in relationship to to capitalism and where we can go.
1: Thank you. It's funny. Um, there's There's a... Capitalism has managed to entrench itself in our psyche so deeply in the past several hundred years that people can't imagine Any any world without it just like you said, I mean You watch these up you you can watch these apocalyptic sci-fi movies of like the world ending and everything and be like Oh, yeah, I understand what it means for all the buildings to be burned out and people to be wandering around looking for food scraps, but to talk about the end of capitalism that's you're right that is who can have it's hard for people to imagine what that is um and it's funny for me because i actually uh actually came i spoke a little bit about getting interested in democratic socialism through the bernie sanders campaign but i didn't tell my own story of how i kind of like came out of the closet as a socialist to myself um which was you know in the summer of 2016 I was in the shower actually and I was just, you know, having my, my deep philosophical shower thoughts and it dawned on me that, you know, slavery, uh, was an example of capitalism. Um, it was human beings who were slapped with price tags, um, sold on open on markets and traded as commodities and it dawned on me that that's kind of what capitalism is it's slapping a price tag onto things that shouldn't have a price tag whether that's people in the case of slavery or something like uh health which is like how how do you quantify i mean the value of insulin insulin to me is zero dollars because i don't need insulin um to a diabetic the value is infinite so like how, i mean it's their life so how do you put a, a fair price on that when to one person it's worth nothing and to another it's like their entire life they'll do anything to have it um when i uh was fighting against the bedford union armory i um often re- uh, brought up this quote from uh, a native american called uh tecumseh um who, I mean, I, I can't quote it accurately. But basically, you know, he was like yelling at people for putting a price tag on land. He was like, how, how can you put a price tag on land? Would you put a price tag on the ocean? Would you put a price tag on the air? Like, how could you put a price tag on the land? And that was really revelatory to me because we do that. Um, and that is like a bedrock of our society. It's, you know, property ownership and value and saying, this is my parcel of land that is worth, you know, this, and this is your parcel of land. And we can trade that and sell that. But you know when you think about it 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 is as ridiculous as saying this is my parcel of the ocean and this is my you know cube of the air that i, earn. I mean it's land like nobody made it um it, it's it's here how how can you own it um but i think when it comes to like imagining an end to capitalism uh it's so infused into our psyche that people think if capitalism ends there's nothing left and we have the alternative alternative to capitalism it's it's solidarity and for anyone who's been fortunate enough to be in a union I, i'm i'm in the teacher's union i love it there um but you know what solidarity is in the workplace or if you've had a chance to interact with any type of worker co-op maybe you have you shop at a local food co-op where you know you put in a little of your own time and effort um and you also purchase it's part it's you, you it's cool it's collaborative it's not totally distance and um you know isolating the way capitalism is and i think in this crisis too, we've had a chance to see a little bit about what the end of capitalism is. Uh, Look at the stock market. Somebody called (laughs) on Twitter, somebody called the stock market, like a a graph of rich people's feelings. (laughs) And it's just, uh, you know, when they're feeling good about stuff, you know, the stock market's going up when they're feeling like nervous, it's going down. That's literally what it is. So the stock market is just tanking. And yet like on the ground, you're seeing all these mutual aid networks spring up that are self fundraised, um, I participate in a group called Bed Sty Strong. It's around two to three thousand members that are doing food drops, uh, medicine deliveries for vulnerable people in the community. Um, and it's all, um, you know, self-funded and you know volunteer-oriented. It's not top-down. It's not a for-profit structure. And yet, our communities are still able to take care of themselves in a way that doesn't involve a traditional like, this is a boss. This is the workers. They own this property. Here are their hours. Um, that sort of setup. We're still able to take care of each other. And um, Oh, no, I start we're starting to see some structures during this crisis that uh I think inform us what the end of capitalism could look like.
0: I love hearing you speak. It's wonderful. Thank you so much, and we're looking forward to doing a poetry slam with you and some of the poets uh from these areas uh in a couple of weeks later this spring. so
1: I'm looking forward to it too.